Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I am back. Rudrance for Black and White Sports 2. Well, we're going to talk about Russell Wilson, but more specifically, we're going to talk about Jared Stenham. Chris Sims's top 40 QB countdown has started, and I've listened to the podcast for both of them. Um, pretty good list so far. I, I like most of the list so far, although there is one particular particular thing that is sort of nonsensical to me based on what he thought about these quarterbacks coming out in the draft, and, and I'm going to show that to you very quickly. It's not directly pertinent to this video, but then again, what he said about Jarrett Stenham and, and the Denver Broncos is very per- pertinent to this video, and he echoed something I've been vocal about. Sean Payton signed Jarrett Stenham and gave him a very lucrative backup quarterback salary. And it's pretty clear Sean Payton wants Jarrett Stenham to push Russell Wilson. And if Russell Wilson falters for four or five games in a row, he's liable to lose his job to Jarrett Stenham, who we saw look really damn good in a couple of games for the Raiders last year, and I'm still surprised that Josh McDaniels let him go, frankly. Now, let's look at the list. This is so far. This is the one that makes me scratch my head. Why is Anthony Richardson above Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud when Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud were above Anthony Richardson on Chris Sims' draft list? Now, he gave sort of a explanation for this. It still didn't compute, Chris, so um, it is what it is. I, I That's the only thing I didn't quite understand. Um, but Desmond Ritter being where he's, where he's at, i got to be honest with you. I think Taylor Heineke, who is at 33, ends up taking this job from Ritter at some point in Atlanta. And I expect Atlanta to be competitive in that division, okay? Now, I still think the Saints win that South division, but it's going to be competitive. I like the fact that he gave Mike White some love because he's a borderline starter. Now, I think Gardner Minshew, personally speaking, should be ahead of everybody on this list except Jordan Love, and I think that's arguable. Okay, I just think Gardner Minshew is is a low-end starting quarterback in the league, okay? And, you know, honestly, I think the Colts could have taken Gardner Minshew, went out there, and been competitive in that that AFC South division. I mean, honestly, the division's not great. And it wouldn't have shocked me if the Colts could have went 9-8 and eight with Gardner Minshew as long as Jonathan Taylor is, is running the ball well and that offensive line bounces back. So, as you can see on here, Jared Stenham is number 32. And Chris Sims, he brings up something during his podcast, and I'll play it for you. 
that echoes what I have said when it comes to one Russell Wilson and Jarrett Stenham. Ability where, you know, I kind of talked about with um, like Gardner Minshew, throwing off the back foot, more throws that are impressive with people around him and under pressure than maybe I even gave him credit for. You know, where it's, oh, there's Devontae Adams on a 20-yard crosser and people around him, and he's kind of have his feet cockeyed, but he sees them open, and he just turns his shoulders and throws it out there. He does a lot of that stuff. He's got very good mechanics, uh, and I'm, I'm a big fan of Jared Stidham. If he gets, in the, gets on the field, let's have the conversation. This, this, this is one that could be interesting. He is going to be a hot poker up Russell Wilson's ass this year. <laughs> if Russ isn't better than mm-hmm. what we saw last year, right. and, and I think, I mean, the way Sean Payton has talked publicly about some of the things that went on with Russ last no, year. It's, it's shocking. The patience, it is shocking. Yeah. The patience level seems that it's at a very low bar right yeah. now. I mean, it's. Okay. So, you know, some of the things we've talked about on this very channel right here, Sean Payton, pretty vocal about Russell Wilson, pretty vocal about the fact that Russell Wilson's not going to have his perks that he's had. And that it's it's just going to be Sean Payton's team, and he's directing traffic, and he signed Stenham. You can tell. Chris Sims just said it. He's going to be a red-hot poker up Russell Wilson's ass all year long. We've said that on this channel ever since the day that Jarrett Stenham got signed. Uh-oh, Russell. This guy, if you play like you did last year, is going to take your job from you. I mean, Russell Wilson's on notice. He's on notice. Jared Stenham is a borderline starter already. And what he showed last year in the couple of games he played, he looked real competent. And a lot of people sort of thought New England bailed out on Stenham too early. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. You know, um, so maybe as he's been in the league, and, and I kind of wonder if the league is not slowly but surely going to start looking at more guys that have been in the league a, a while. They're sort of borderline starters. Maybe they need some more development. But Stenham's got some tools. He's more athletic than anybody gives him credit for. And the dude can throw the ball around. But most importantly, he is going to be very good at systematically running a system like Sean Payton. Because, look, Russell Wilson's ad-libbing work has gotten less effective over the last couple of years. Okay? And Payton is going to be a play within the confines of my system. The Drew Brees system... The, the system that him and Drew Brees ran with a great deal of success. Is that Russell Wilson? Or is that Jared Stenham? Think about it. So I saw that. I listened to that. And he caught me off guard with the red hot poker up Russell Wilson's ass. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. You're right there. 
So far, Chris Sims, really good list this year. Still weird with the Anthony Richardson thing. He would have probably been my 40th guy on the list. And then Ritter, I probably would have dropped it. I mean, I wouldn't have put the two guys that I had ranked ahead in the draft ahead of Richardson. It just, that doesn't make sense under any circumstance as far as I'm concerned. Now, let's get to the top-selling jerseys in the NFL, and guess what? A-A-Ron is number one. That's right. Rodgers has taken over the best-selling jersey in the NFL, and I think we all know why, because he went to gain green. The number one-selling NFL jersey in the month of April, perhaps unsurprisingly, is the green number eight, the New York Jets jersey, which belongs to Aaron Rodgers, who was traded to gain green in the offseason. Coming in second and third place, of course, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes. The fourth highest-selling jersey is another familiar face. This is kind of surprising and just, just tells me it is unbelievable how much faith people still have in Odell Beckham Jr. I'm stunned by that. Because to me, Odell's a number three receiver on any team. Maybe a number four until he proves he can stay healthy and play a full season and catch like 75, 80, 90 balls. He's sort of a third receiver. And, uh, you know, the number four selling jersey, I guess that's what happens. If you dye your hair and all of a sudden you're on social media, I mean, people sort of elevate your brand for what reason I don't know. In fifth and sixth place, of course, Josh Allen, Travis Kelsey. Seventh place, Jordan Love. Eighth, Justin Jefferson. Then Micah Parsons. And then in tenth place, Bryce Young. I'm really shocked that Bryce Young is not on this list, you know. So, anyway, I wanted to go over that as well. Let you guys know that A. Aaron had taken over the first place spot on jerseys. Side story, but a story nonetheless. Check us out on podcasts. Make sure you subscribe anywhere podcasts are available. Russell Wilson trying to outrun the poker of the red hot variety coming for his anus per Chris Sims. I don't think Chris is wrong there. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.